Hello, this is the Buddhism Guide podcast, and I'm Kami Yeshi Rabge. You can find more of my podcasts, as well as blogs, videos, and guided meditation practices at buddhismguide.org. If you wish, you can support future episodes of this podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash Buddhism Guide. I hope you enjoy this podcast. This episode is called Dealing with Isolation. So many of us are having to work from home or self-isolate and we're starting to get overwhelmed by it all. There's no surprise in that because being confined in our homes for days on end can have a detrimental effect on our mental health. We start to overthink and focus on the negative and forget about the blessings. If you have an obsessive nature or are prone to anxiety attacks, this time can be particularly difficult for you. So what can we do? Here are a few things you may like to try. 1. Keep to your routines. It may be tempting to stay in bed longer, go to sleep later, not wash or get dressed, or eat at wrong times. But all of these things will eventually lead to a feeling of desperation, despair, and it could even lead to depression. Try to stick to your normal routines where eating and sleeping are concerned. In other words, Try to do what you usually do, but without going outside. It would be helpful to create a plan for each day and try to stick to it. As human beings, we crave a little structure. So coming up with a plan for each day will help pass the time and give you a sense of control. 2. Don't overdo your devices. Doing a digital detox and limiting the amount of time spent on your phone or laptop can help reduce anxiety and prevent you from feeling negative. I understand that stopping using your phone completely isn't very practical. So set yourself time limits. Make a commitment each morning to only use your phone at certain times and for a set duration. Maybe 30 minutes in the morning, again in the afternoon, and then in the evening. It's true to say that social media can be a great way to keep in contact with friends and family during self-isolation. But we must keep in mind that overuse is known to have a detrimental effect on your mental well-being. 3. News Overload There is such a thing as being too well informed. News overload can cause a lot of anxiety and stress. As with social media, you should limit your exposure to it. Rolling news only unsettles us. So, limit your news updates to mornings and evenings. 4. Start a hobby. There may be something you have wanted to start doing for a long time. 
Now is the perfect time to start. You could learn cooking, painting, sewing, writing or podcasting. It will not only keep your mind occupied, it will also teach you how to be mindful. When we are focusing on something, it prevents our minds from wandering off to dark places. 5. Do daily exercise. It's a well-known fact that exercising releases all important endorphins, which boost our mood. There is no need to set up a home gym. You could do Tabata, Pilates or Zumba. There are many good videos on YouTube that will help you with this. 6. Get some fresh air. You may be in isolation, but it doesn't mean you have to shut out fresh air. If you have a private garden, then go outside each day. If you have a balcony, go and sit on that. If all you have is a window, then open it wide and go and sit next to it. Just feeling the sun on your face and breathing in fresh air will boost your mood and help you shake off mental health issues. 7. Time to meditate and be mindful. Meditation and mindfulness are great ways to banish feelings of anxiety or restlessness. When we allow our thoughts to control us, they can take us into some deep dark places, especially when we're having to isolate. So meditation and mindfulness help us to take back control of our minds. One reason to meditate is to stop the endless chitter-chatter in your head and to find the stillness and silence that lurks within. It will help you to let go of those destructive thoughts that lead to anxiety and panic. On the Buddhism Guide webpage under Guided Meditations, there's a meditation called Allowing Your Thoughts to Flow. In this guided meditation, you'll learn to see thoughts as just thoughts, and so you don't need to blindly follow everyone. Mindfulness practices will also bring your mind back under your control through bringing awareness to whatever you're doing. The quickest and most simple way to bring yourself into the present moment is to watch your breath or your five senses. All you need to do is stop whatever you're doing, close your eyes and focus on your breath. Just become aware of it flowing in and out of your body. There's no need to judge or change the rhythm of your breath. Just observe it. You could also focus on what you see, hear, smell, taste and touch. Again, don't judge, just observe. So look around you at five things of different colour. Touch four different textures. Listen to three different sounds. Become aware of two different smells and see if you can taste one thing in your mouth. Both these practices will bring you into the present moment and help you to stop fixating on the past or the future. 
All of these points may sound quite simple, but even the smallest of changes to your daily life can bring about substantial results when it comes to our mental health. During this time of isolation, I am conducting live mindfulness meditation practices on my Buddhism Guide Facebook page. So go to the page and check out the timings. If we can't connect personally, at least we can do it virtually. Please stay safe, stay healthy and stay informed. This is the end of this podcast, but don't forget, you can find more of my podcasts at buddhismguide.org. Thank you so much for listening, and until the next time, bye.